Oh, Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. Thank you for all of your help and mercy. Lord, I pray that you'll help in all aspects. Um, people traveling, people that are having surgery, people that are waiting on word from doctors for other stuff, just people that are in struggles, Lord, and situations. We thank you and praise you. I know that you care about all of these things because you care about us. So, Lord, we ask that you just, I just lift up all those all the people in all those situations that you would guide doctors that you'd give wisdom and and um extreme precision and that you would help people that are you know that need insight that they would have wisdom and, and that they'd have peace and that they would be able to rest in you and and be drawn closer to you lord in all of the situations of life lord i pray that you'll help whoever's in a struggle right now that they'll be able to just kind of get that feeling that you get when you just finally can lay your head down on the pillow at the end of the day and just relax and that they can just rest in your arms and rest on you and have that peace that that passes all understanding that that you know like you said my peace i give you not as the world gives that peace that doesn't have to have a resolution i just ask you to help with all of that lord we thank you and praise you and bless you amen the uh, been in an interesting place the last few days. Not a bad place, just interesting. And considering some stuff and reading some stuff and seeing some stuff and just you know the world and a lot of people probably wouldn't like hearing this, but there's a lot of churches. Not all churches, but a lot of religious people that are more concerned about proving that they're right than they are about anything else. Or that, or, or sometimes they're worried about proving that they're right at the expense of, you know, everything else. And that's just not right. That's not what God, that's not Christ-like. I'll just flat out say it, it's not Christian. I don't care if you're the first church of Christ, which I don't know of any first church of Christ that was made up off the top of my head. I mean, I know there's churches out there named that, but I'm not thinking of any, okay? Um, you know, I don't care if you're the first church of Christ. If you're more concerned about proving that you're right at the expense of everybody else, that's not Christian. I mean, there were lots of times Jesus could have proven he was right. I mean, he did a few times, but he didn't do it at the expense of anything. He did it at the benefit of others. You know, like the guy when his, his friends broke through the roof and lowered him down and he said, your sins are forgiven you. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees had a conniption fit saying, you can't do that. And he's like, well, what's easier, to forgive his sins or to heal his body? Be healed. <laughs> Just show them. But, you know, with stuff that's going on in the world right now, in the United States, in the world in general, but in the United States in particular, there's so many people that are so up in arms over things that 
on the one hand, seem like they should never even be a question. But understanding that there's lots of human circumstances that make lots of things difficult to figure out. Mm-hmm. And what we as a church have to do is say, God, help these people. Give them peace. Give them wisdom. Give them guidance. Draw them close to you so that they can be whatever. You don't have to worry about... It's not right to... I don't know. There's just too much stuff that happens that makes things um, just crazy. And I don't know. I I just don't even know. It's just heartbreaking. I know it breaks God's heart. You see people going at each other because they disagree over anything from gun control to abortion to he, she, it, they, them. It's all just, I don't know. It just breaks God's heart. It really does. God, you know, people say, well, God of the Old Testament was wrathful. He had wrath. He had anger. But if you look, pretty much every time God was really upset about something, was really going after something, with a few exceptions with the children of Israel directly, because they would just really mess up, most of the time... It was a matter of protecting his children. So he was like, you know, the protector saying, oh, you're going to reach out and touch my kids. Smack, smack, smack. Now, after the Old Covenant, after Jesus came, again, people don't talk about it a whole lot, but Jesus said, and the Father gave all judgment to the Son. God laid down his wrath, because wrath is part of judgment. Mm -hmm. God is like, I want to fulfill what you were created for. I want you to be able to fulfill that. God wants us to be able to be his companions. He wants us to be close to him. God is not sitting there waiting to beat you with a big stick every time you make a mistake. Closest thing is he's sitting there waiting to hold you up, pick you up, patch you up every time you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And then let you go so that you can make the same mistake again if if you do. Not that he wants you to, but he's willing to let you. Jesus, it said could be the judge. He says, I gave all judgment to the Son. And, and Jesus said, and this is the judgment thereof. Men love darkness rather than light. So I'm going to lay down my life for you. That was pure and simple. That was the judgment. The judgment was, death is called for, I've got to lay down my life so that 
all mankind can be redeemed. Yes, we still... There's, there's still salvation. There's still striving to, to, to follow him, to do what God wants and what, you know, the, because all of those things are legit and salvation is, is necessary, but the sin price was paid already. We have to accept it. I don't know all the ins and outs because you know what? I'm not God. I'm I'm not even, you know, Christ-like enough to be considered, you know, like Jesus. I try, but I, it just doesn't, you know, I'm a poor reflection. Mm-hmm. And so I can't look and say, oh, well, you can't make it because blah, or you don't make it because of blah. Oh, you made it because of this. I look at people and go, eh, I don't think they're going to make it. And I'm like, oh, wait. Pot, kettle, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. So we can't do that. We can't be the ones that say, and and yet I see it a lot, mostly on social media, people that are like really brave because they're somewhat anonymous. Not completely anonymous. Some of them know, you know, but, you know, they're, not face to face, so they're like, oh, I can share what I want to. Mm-hmm. And I've done that before, I admit it. Usually I deleted it and <laughs> changed it, but <laughs> there's been lots of times I've typed up something's like, mm, nope. And then I type something up, mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got to say about that. All right. So. It's just not Christian to be that way. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I don't care if you've been saved for 50 years and, you know, doing all the things. If you're judging people, that's not very Christian. I... I I'm not going to say that you're, um, you know, I've, I've got to be careful of it too. It's easy to do. But let me flip it. If you're in the position where someone is judging you and they're saying it's because of their Christian morals and ethos and all of those things, just know that that's not coming from God. You look to God. Even if you don't believe in God, be willing to look to God if you're in that situation and you'll get an answer that's clear. That's not to say that everything is right because sometimes people do things that are just wrong. But that's between you and God. That's between people and God. That's between, you know, and... The, the one only possible difference is when you're talking to your children when they're younger and you're trying to teach them right from wrong you know, or how to distinguish right from wrong, then you know it's, it's one thing for a parent to say, no, that's not right. Or, but, 
once they get to an era, uh, an age where they know right from wrong, which doesn't take very long, you don't, you know, we can set guidelines and limits and boundaries to teach them to stay in those, but it's not, it's not, it's not right to tell people things aren't right. Um, it's just not, that's not how God does things. And if you read in the Bible, yeah, there's lots of things that talk about, you know, Jesus says, you know, knowing comes to the Father except by me. Well, yeah, if Jesus didn't die, there'd be no salvation. We would still be under the old thing where you had to have an annual blood sacrifice that, you know, symbolically took away the sin for a little while and and the next time you messed up it was gone, which could be, you know, 5 seconds after or, you know, 5 days or whatever. It it wasn't it wasn't permanent. It wasn't lasting. And after Jesus gave, laid down his life, then it was permanent and lasting so that we could be forgiven. And that sin principle was forgiven. Mm-hmm. It's not to say we don't mess up and we don't have, need to go, oh, I messed up. I need to do better. But those are all things that can be forgiven. I, the, only, the only thing that's not forgivable is unforgiveness and that's just because if you can't forgive then you can't be forgiven because you just don't have any room for forgiveness it's it's just the nature of it you know rejecting god turning your back on god and you know and saying you know that's it's not necessarily that god doesn't forgive you but you won't receive the forgiveness you're like you can't see somebody holding their arms out in love if you refuse to look at them. <laughs> you know. And so those those situations you know the one isn't even, you know, isn't even God saying I don't forgive you, it's us refusing to accept it or to see it. The only other, the only other one that really is is unforgiveness. That you know, it's, and it's not that God isn't again isn't willing to forgive us. It's just if we have no, it's like I've said before. If you have no room for forgiveness, you have no room for forgiveness. You you just, just it's logic. Mm-hmm. So and. Uh, that's you know that's it. But people get, we get all bent out of shape. People in general, not I'm, but I'm not even thinking of anybody in specific. Although I've you know you see stuff on the media and on the news, people get all upset about things and and self righteous and judgmental and uh, you know either and and I'll be fair. I've seen people that were judgmental and self-righteous in the angry hellfire and brimstone type of way. And I've seen people that were were judgmental and self-righteous in the really sweet, precious, dear one sort of way. And honestly, the, the, the bless your heart method, I think, is more atrocious. It's more sickening to God 
it, it's more sickening to me. You know, I, I don't know about to God. And I try not to be that way. I, occasionally we all do it. You know, we all, one way or the other. The, the, the hellfire and brimstone people, you're just like, uh-huh, okay. I know how to deal with you. No. <laughs> and you just walk away. But the people that are, yeah, the other is, is harder. And I, I think it really makes God sad. And, and I know I don't, you know, when, we, when I've caught myself in any of those, in that whole spectrum, wherever that is, it's like, Jesus, help me. Just forget. And we have to, we have to be willing to say, oh, I'm doing that. God, I'm sorry. And sometimes you have to apologize to the people going, I, yeah, that was wrong. Sometimes you can just go, yeah, my whole thought process was wrong, but thankfully I didn't say anything to anybody, so I just need to apologize to God. (laughs) (laughs) And just think about that, because it's not up to us to... Decide who's going to heaven. We can't. It's not up to us to to authenticate somebody's salvation. God said you can't do that. You don't know how. I mean, our thoughts aren't anywhere near his thoughts. And God sees the desires of the heart. And we just see what we think we see usually based through our own filters and our own perception. And so, yeah, <laughs> that can throw you way off. And so, just, and it's not to be wishy-washy. You, you can still be absolutely who you are. And you can be absolutely sure and steady on your foundation. And just doing that will draw people. And they may ask you, what about... And then tell them what your thoughts are. And, but be clear to say, this is how I understand that. This is my opinion. This is what I think. You know, mm-hmm. very seldom do you ever have something... It's a it's a few and far between thing when somebody can legitimately say, well, God, I'm pretty sure God's saying this. Now, it happens. There's times when it's very clear. But for other people. Now, for yourself, you can get that very clearly, often. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about for other people. Um, and that's, you know, it's, Whatever, but you just have to be careful not to push that limit yourself. But just, I just want, you know, we just have to think about that. Because it's, there's nothing that causes, I can't think of anything that causes more damage than somebody saying, you're a bad person because you don't believe the way I believe. You can't go to heaven because you don't believe exactly the way I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? There's several million Catholics in the world that don't believe the same way as several million Protestants. 
I'm not going to say that one or the other can't go to heaven. Oh, and then don't forget the Orthodox Christians. Uh, I'm not going to say they can't, because I don't know. And, oh, wait, there's the Jews who were the chosen children of Israel. Uh, and then the the Muslims or the you know the Arabs that were the descendants of Abraham that were blessed by him and God blessed them according to his blessing and <laughs> now looking at things that happen deeds and actions that people do there are atrocities you see the you deal with those that's just at a human scale I'm not talking about eternity in those situations uh, yes there are times when you see things that are just atrocities that if you can deal with them you deal with them but as far as saying you know what the eternal destination of somebody's soul is none of us have a right to even make a guess I mean and to be fair you can't guess about your own either. We can say, God, I accept your gift. I accept salvation. I'm trying. But I've known a lot of people that have been really pretty sure that they just weren't making it. And it destroyed their lives. Because they just couldn't be happy. Because they were so afraid that they weren't living up to what God wanted them to live up to. And then you see other people that are like so certain that they're, you know, they may be, they may not be. Sometimes the fruit of their life doesn't exactly show the same thing as what they're, you know. And, and we can look at that and say, eh, I don't think I'm going to be, I'm not going to align myself with that. I don't, that fruit doesn't line up with what I'm, you know, how I understand things or whatever. You know, I'm not, again... God have to help you. You can listen to God. He will help you. But don't take condemnation from other people as God condemning you. Because God doesn't condemn. He convicts. He'll say, hey, you need to repent. You need to change. You need to do... But that doesn't come from men. Now, it can come from seeing things in life. Yes, but God does not condemn. Because Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. You know, to the woman, go and sin no more. Jesus laid down his life to remove condemnation. People say, what about hell? I don't know about hell. I know that separated, being separated from God is hell. I know that there's a lot of people that separate themselves from God. While living. At, yeah, while living, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because I don't know what happens after in eternity after that. If you purposely choose to separate yourself from God, he's not going to force you. So if the definition of hell is being separated from God, well, there you go. I'll leave that up to anybody who's listening. Anyway, I could be wrong. 
if I'm wrong, pray for me that I'll be that I'll see the right thing. Um, and I hopefully this didn't come across as condemning anybody because I don't have anybody in mind. I've just there's so much going on in the world right now. It's like this stuff just makes you sick to your heart, and I know it makes God sick to His heart. It breaks His heart. So. Do you have anything to add? Do you have anything to add? Okay. Jesus, we thank you and praise you. I ask you to help us to follow after you, Lord. Thank you for all you're doing and all you're going to do. I praise your holy name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.